Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. It was Seahawks coordinator week this week, and on Friday we heard from the last remaining coach who hadn't yet spoken to the media, special teams coordinator Larry Izzo. Izzo spoke about the potential role for rookies D. Eskridge and Trey Brown as part of the special teams unit. Yeah, we're excited about both of them. You know, we're, we're anxious for them to, to get some opportunities in the games to, to show what they can do. Both of them had uh, some extensive experience um, returning uh, as kick returners in college. And then, you know, Trey Brown, uh, obviously, you know, he covered kicks well. And the same thing for Estridge. So both of them are two young guys. We're, we're anxiously waiting, you know, to see, see them show up in the game. Maybe the most under-the-radar training camp competition this year is the competition for punt and kick returner, positions that have cycled through a number of players last year. Izzo threw out a few names that Seahawks fans may see at the position this year. You know, it's a crowded room. we got a lot of options back there that we're going to you know, take a look at in these preseason games. That's one thing about last year. You didn't have the preseason uh, to, to check these things out. And so we got a g- bunch of guys back there that uh, have all been working really hard. Um, and, you know, the, it'll be it'll be interesting for us to see, who, you know, who who comes out of that group. You know, we DJ, we're excited about what he brings to the table as both punt and kickoff returner. Freddie Swain's back there working in there. Um, anxious for Dwayne to get in, into the into the mix. Uh, but uh, whoever it is that gets back there, they're going to be, you know, number one, they're going to protect the ball. All right. That's the number one job. And then number two, they're going to be explosive. So. I'm anxious to see, you know, who comes through these preseason games and who kind of sep- separates themselves from the pack. One of those players, as I mentioned, DJ Reed, Seahawks cornerback, who did return some kicks for Seattle last year. Here's what Izzo had to say about his abilities as a returner. He's aggressive. He's aggressive. He hits it. He's got good quickness. Uh, he's got good skill set. Um, catches it well. Not afraid to hit it. He gets vertical. And, uh, you know, especially as a kick returner, He's got that juice that you're looking for. You know, he's got a nose for the end zone. He feels like every time he goes out there, he's, he's going to score. And that, that mentality is, is, is what you want in a returner. And we're excited about, you know, what he brings to the table. Switching over to a player who was an all-pro when it came to playing on special teams in his rookie season, Tyler Lockett was at the podium on Friday. Lockett spoke about a few of his receiving teammates, including Freddie Swain. I see Freddie doing a lot of great things. Obviously, um, I think he's understanding the offense, understanding certain assignments of where we see him doing, kind of where we see him playing. I think that he can actually do a lot of things. I think coaches are starting to see that. He made a lot of great plays out there on the field. And I think um, just being able to get more opportunities. He didn't really get a lot of opportunities last year, but being able to get more opportunities and for everybody to be able to actually see what he's able to do I think that'll allow him to really be able to get his feet wet and do a lot of great things on our offense. Lockett also spoke about how he believes D. Eskridge's time out of camp may influence his mentality when healthy. The biggest thing, just with him coming in, without being able to get the reps and stuff like that, I think, honestly, I think it's going to help him out a lot because sometimes when you're not able to play, you get that hunger and you get that grit because you come out here and you watch everybody else and you watch people in your position doing stuff. And it makes you say, man, I can't wait till I get out there on the field man, I can't wait till I get that mindset. And the good thing about it is it might literally take the mindset away from I'm just a rookie 
and now you just being able to get the play because you missed a good amount of time to where now you get to go in. You're not worried about if I mess up, if I drop the ball or none of that. You just like, I got to get right because I want to do what I got to do to be able to help the team. So I'm looking forward for him when he comes back. Mentally, he's been learning the plays, doing what he needs to do to be able to get right. And when he comes out there on the field, we're just going to work with him, do whatever we got to do to be able to get him right. But we're all looking forward to having him out there. Of course, while he may be missing out on the on-field action, Eskridge will have the advantage of being able to study the verbiage of the offense even more while recovering. Lockett spoke about what this learning process has been like for him. You know, we're all pros, so the biggest thing is just because we graduated college, a lot of us doesn't mean that we're still not in school. <laughs> you know, we sit here in meetings all the time and we got to learn 75, 80 plays going into games. But now for us, it's more so being able to learn the concepts, being able to really understand why we're running a lot of these plays. Because once you're able to understand why, you're able to dictate what the defense is doing. You're able to understand why a lot of this has to do with communication, who has what, why do they have that, when are we going to do that, when are we going to call these type of plays. So the more and more that you're able to understand a defense, it really helps you out in being able to understand what we're actually doing on offense and the reason behind it. Finally, after we heard this week who DK thought the funniest Seahawks are, Lockett released his list. I would say one of the funniest guys on our team is Nick Ballore. Definitely Nick Ballore. Um, no, not you, DK. It would be Nick Ballore, Freddie. I'm not in any order. <laughs> He's not number two. <laughs> uh, Quandre. Number 14, DK Metcalf. <laughs> and then I would say, I would have to put me in it. I think I'm pretty funny. DK's top five? I already seen his top five. I was a little upset I wasn't in there. So there you go. More confirmation. Fullback Nick Ballore as Team Funny Man. In Seahawks news, reports surfaced Friday that Dwayne Brown is frustrated with his contract situation, as we've known for some time that he wants a new deal this year. In other contract news, we got the details for Sean Mannion's new one-year deal worth $1.1 million. You can read more about the contract on the Field Goals website and maybe some speculation on what that means for the number two quarterback position behind Russell Wilson. In other signing news, the Seahawks signed former Iowa State basketball player Michael Jacobson. The Seahawks have Jacobson listed at tight end, although he hasn't played football since high school. Finally, the Raiders signed a former Seahawk Friday, and it wasn't the signing we were all dreading. The Las Vegas team signed running back Bo Scarborough, who showed promise last year for the Hawks and in previous years in training camp, but he suffered a brutal hamstring injury, so he will be signing with the Las Vegas Raiders. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn. Check out all the work up at fieldgoals.com. A big congratulations to Steve Hutchinson getting inducted into the NFL Hall of Fame this weekend. And we're going to have more to talk about with a mock game coming up on Sunday. So stay tuned. And until next time, go Hawks.